0: Hello and welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, a leading influencer marketing agency for high street brands in the fashion, home, and beauty space. I'm Holly Moran,
1: and I'm Frida Ekholm, and as usual, we will be bringing you all of the must-know info around consumer marketing in the digital age in right around fifteen minutes. Now, the topic this week is one we've been waiting to share with you for a while because it is an amazing insight into modern consumer behaviors and trends. And it's actually based on research that we have conducted into over a thousand shoppers to better understand their perception of social media and influence marketing right now.
0: It's so exciting. And I think that's actually a really important bit to highlight because... Um, consumer preferences they are such a moving target and you really have to work to make sure that you are staying up to date with the latest developments from them and that's something that's particularly true for shoppers in the gen z and millennial age groups so they're going to be our focus today and hopefully this podcast with our research is going to go some way to making life just a little bit easier for you
1: let's hope that (laughs) so where shall we kick things off I know we're going to be looking at three big shifting trends uh, our survey revealed today. So maybe it would be best to start with shifts within the platforms.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, we wouldn't be here without social media. We wouldn't have jobs. That wouldn't be an industry. So I think that's the perfect place to start. Um, so one of the big trends that actually won't be a surprise to anyone Instagram still comes out on top as a key platform for the majority of consumers when they want to research, you know, fashion and lifestyle products. I think it was almost three quarters of consumers. That's a a key platform for. And that preference was, it was slightly more pronounced among younger millennials where Instagram was cited as a fave for 83% of consumers.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. And again, no surprises here, but TikTok is very popular with Gen (laughs) Z. with 55% of the age group using it to check out potential purchases in that market. But something we did find more surprising was actually the amount of older shoppers using TikTok too.
0: Yeah, this so this really blew my mind because <laughs> I already sometimes feel too old for TikTok myself.
1: <laughs> I'm not too old. <laughs> I'm always there, scrolling. <laughs> And here we found that 20% of millennials, Gen Xers, and even baby boomers are spending time on TikTok and consider it one of their top three social media platforms for scooping out products. And if it's 20% now, then you can be confident that that's a number we're going to see climb in the coming years. Absolutely. And one other thing that I found interesting,
0: uh, and I know we'll go into more detail about this in the episode... A couple of weeks from now. Um, Spoiler so- alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna like all of the secrets away up front. Um, but it's it's so relevant. I think it really would be kind of remiss of us not to mention it here. Um, the thing that I found interesting was the amount of marketers, because we did do a survey of them too, who still regard Facebook as an equally important marketing channel as Instagram, which our research just categorically does not support.
1: Not at all, actually, unless you're exclusively targeting shoppers over the age of 46, for whom we did actually find equal preferences between Facebook and Instagram, or even a much larger preference for Facebook, as was the cost for consumers over 56. Then newer platforms like Instagram and TikTok are where you find your customers and prospects are telling us they are shopping around for inspiration. So that's where you need to be too. And remember, something we
0: always like to remind the brands we speak to is that just because you are targeting the 46-plus shoppers of today doesn't mean you don't need to be ready for the preferences of 46-plus shoppers in five years' time. And when millennials age up, they're not, or we're not, just going to randomly rediscover Facebook. We're still going to gravitate to the platforms we're exhibiting preferences for now.
1: Precisely. So... Let's make a long story short. <laughs> Get comfortable with TikTok. It's not going anywhere. And make sure you're evaluating your platform investments regularly, or you might spot changes in your audiences too late. And that is a place you don't want to be.
0: Absolutely not. No, particularly not when your competitors are moving so quickly. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on, because uh, otherwise we could go on about that for ages. <laughs> Because I think the next thing I'd like to talk about is the discoveries we made around um, kind of purchase motivators in Gen Z and millennials, because some really interesting things came out there. So if you've heard us talk about how competitive the modern marketplace is before, you'll probably have come across us discussing what it takes to stand out from the crowd nowadays.
1: And if you haven't, we'll give you the spark notes and just say it's not a price or a convenient shopping experience. Absolutely not. However, what was interesting is
0: that for millennials, these factors did still flag as important. I I would still say they're not differentiators, but they are um, something they're going to factor in when it comes to deciding where to spend their money and what on. In fact, price was the most important consideration. And I think that, especially given how recent our research was, it was only done a month or so ago, uh, this really speaks to the kind of cost of of living crisis that we're all enduring right now. It's a very contemporary finding. But the second and third most important factors were actually whether a brand had been recommended by a person they trust and how familiar they are with the brand
1: yeah so the value of word of mouth and peer-to-peer communication is nothing new to us here I think that's like the key insight yeah. and as its core that's really what influencer marketing is just on a magnified scale but a it's encouraging to see how important that still is for millennial shoppers. And B, I think the importance of brand familiarity really harks back to always-on approach to marketing that we're always on about.
0: <laughs> that's exactly my thoughts. When I was going through it <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. Considering... A lot of marketers, and I absolutely include myself in this because I do say it all the time, you know, we really like to talk about how brand loyalty is this thing of the past. It doesn't happen anymore. It does make me wonder, looking at this research, whether that's really the case or if brands kind of just aren't doing enough to earn it.
1: Yeah, because if you're just jumping in with an ad once in a while, you're not going to be familiar because shoppers aren't going to build that trust in you and your brand. And for 40% of millennials consumers, that could make you not relevant.
0: Yeah, completely. You could just be completely written off by them. Yeah. So what was it about Gen Z motivators that stood out for you, Frida? Because I know what caught my eye.
1: There were actually two big things here, really. Mm. So one was price.
0: Yeah, same for me.
1: And the other was their kind of moral compass. Exactly. Two for two.
0: <laughs> Great minds. <laughs> so of all the generations of shoppers, price was the least important for Gen Zers, which I thought considering, you know, they're going to be the youngest players on the career ladders, they're probably going to have the smallest purchasing power at this time. And that is important to emphasize. I found that quite surprising.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, Holly. And then what was actually really uplifting was to see that while price matters less, the thing that mattered more to Gen Seers was the brand's record on causes. So for over a third of this group, a brand's sustainability efforts and history on social issues would be key factors in their purchasing decisions.
0: Yeah, and that was a number that was more like, I think, a quarter in older generations and that's, you know, that's a really nice thing to see from the generation that will one day be the people running the show. <laughs> running the show. <laughs> I love that expression.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And one last thing that surprised me on this shop subject was that more than any other generation, the quality of a brand's marketing was a key factor for 27% of shoppers between 18 and 25 and I think that can lead us onto how consumers perceive influence marketing nowadays, because it's clearer than ever how much this channel is emerging as a crucial component for brands. But you still have to get it right,
0: yeah, I think that's an important point. Yeah. <laughs> it maybe should be obvious, but maybe we need to say it, yeah so. Obviously, for influence marketing, we could we could literally go on for hours about our research. So we will do our best to try and keep the bit short and sweet.
1: Yeah. But and you can mention, the report later on. Like yeah, full
0: research. Yeah. It's going to be available to download very, very soon. Do keep an eye out on our socials for updates um, so you don't miss out on the full picture. So for Gen Z and Millennials especially, probably shouldn't come as a surprise to learn that influencers are are super prevalent in the social media content they consume, with just under three quarters reportedly seeing influence content every single day, which is a super valuable opportunity for brands to really
1: connect with these consumers. Definitely, Holly. And when you consider that almost... Half around 44% of this age group have bought a product after seeing it recommended on social media in the last month. You can really see just how valuable. Yeah. Money. But <laughs> yeah. But you can't just run content with any influencer. While the amount of influencer generated content consumers are seeing does present a great opportunity for brands, it also means that they have to be smarter in order to stand out. And that could mean making sure you're collaborating with the right influencers for your audience and really understand what's important for them.
0: So true. And a really um, good example we found was that when we asked Gen Z and millennial consumers what the most important factors were when it came to deciding whether to follow an influencer or not, the three top considerations were whether or not an influencer was enjoyable, whether they were informative and whether they were authentic.
1: Yeah. And the least important factor was whether they were aspirational. Which really highlights the difference between influencer marketing now and in its early days when it was all about the perfect flat lace and the Insta celeb (laughs) lifestyle. (laughs) Living
0: the Insta dream. Yes. And I think this was really hammered home when we looked at the different sizes of accounts Gen Z and millennials like to follow and the ones that they trust. Because straight off the bat, and this was really interesting, for around a quarter to a third of them, size literally does not matter. We found no bearing on a consumer's impulse to follow or trust an influencer based on their audience size. And that was for around 30% of this age group, I think, actually. However, for the consumers that did have a preference, they
1: tended to skew small. And yeah, this is something we've been talking about for a long time now. But it's nice that the research still supports this because as ever, we are data-driven. Mm-hmm. But yes, for almost one in four millennial and Gen Z shopper, they actively prefer to follow and they trust influencers with fewer than 100,000 followers, more than they trust their mega accounts, which really speaks to that thirst for authentic and aspirational content. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's also something that... uh that, that marketers might not actually be getting right but I have already used my spoiler card today and I think I'm <laughs> about to <laughs> I'm about to give out more content that we need to save for next podcast so you will just have to come back in two weeks time where we will be doing the same update from our exciting new research into marketing decision makers
1: that is going to be so interesting yeah. because today that's all we have but of course the fun doesn't end here We'll be bringing you new podcasts each week, but you will also find plenty more insights and information on our website, www.curemedia.com, and across all our social channels at Cure Media. So until next time, thanks for listening. We have been your hosts today, Frida and Holly, and this has been Influencer Marketing Talks.